0: Nicole, Sonic, my main hitbox. What up?
1: I hate when he talks like that. Hello and welcome to the second Sega Nerdcast. I'm Chris, the editor of Sega Nerds, and I have with me my fearless psychic Graham. How's it going, Graham? How do you?
2: Things are good. Yeah. How are things with you? Things are
1: good. Uh, things are going pretty damn good, I must say. Excellent. Um, yeah, good stuff. I want to tell you everyone that we have a cool, exciting show today. Uh, we get to talk with the Captain S crew. Um, you've probably seen Captain S if you've been reading our site. Um, you know, the last few weeks they're uh, they're doing some really cool stuff with their uh, video show. Um, it's, it's Very funny. It's good. Very funny stuff. It's
2: very good. It's good stuff.
1: Uh, we also have a new exciting rumor uh, about Sega Racing Studios' new game. Possibly it's still a rumor, but um, it's pretty interesting. We also uh, will talk about a new poll on Sega's website today um, that they posted. Um, that's kind of some interesting stuff for that. And we'll also announce our winner for our Sonic and the Secret Rings contest uh, that we held last uh, on the last Nerdcast. And so, also the new stick-
2: competition this week.
1: Yes, you're actually hold, holding a new competition that this week, but that's at the end of the show. Don't yeah. get too far ahead of yourself, Graham. Oh, I'm sorry. I know you get excited for your contest, just, but just like to let
2: them know that they've got another competition, so they can be bothered to listen. You know.
1: How about you just keep it in your pants for a yeah, little bit? Yeah, sure. You can do that. Think you can do that?
2: <laughs> I'll try.
1: Okay, we'll see. Um, first off, though, um, Graham, I know you've been out of town for you know the last few days, and I haven't been able to talk to you lately. What's no. been going on?
2: Um, well. At my place of work, I sometimes work in the, a control room, and um, in mm-hmm. the control room we sort of operate some doors and stuff, and like let people in through the gates and things. And right. um, basically, it turns out that everyone in the company who works in this control room sort of thing, um, they have to be trained on a special course, and no one in our building has been trained. So, wow. <laughs> every, everyone who's worked <laughs> in in that room has to go on this course. So had who's them. running
1: your Who's running uh, your company? Like a bunch of uh, wild monkeys
2: or something? <laughs> Possibly. Um, <laughs> our management isn't great, I have to admit. But uh, right. yeah, so basically, I was, especially I
1: think, if you listen to the last nerdcast, you'll oh. find that out pretty yeah. quickly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was up in London for a few days. Um, I got mm-hmm. three nights off work because I work nights. So I um I guess you got three nights work, or mm-hmm. off work. If that makes any sense. Um, I see. I'm still getting paid for working, but um, obviously I'm not actually at work or anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah, So, so. was it good stuff though? Um, it was interesting. It was was eye-opening because it wasn't just people from our centre. The centres all up and down the UK and stuff. From we got to meet some other other people from other centres, and um, it goes to show that our centre really sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yep.
1: It's always fun when you find out how bad you know your your company is. Yeah. So,
2: so we're, we're, I, I got to ask
1: though, do you meet any, uh, any women there?
2: You know what, they said this is the first course, like cause they've done this course over the last few weeks, they said it's the first uh-huh. like time that I haven't had any women on the course, so it's all men. Oh, sausage
1: fest, huh? Yeah,
2: a lot of ter- testosterone like flying around that room, you know. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that wasn't too bad, oh, yeah. they're all nice guys it seemed.
1: Yeah. I ho- hopefully no one, uh, you know, it didn't break out in like a big pillow fight and you, everyone's like in their underwear and... Prancing around.
2: I'm not really allowed to disclose that kind of information. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll leave that one alone. How <laughs> about that?
1: Um, so the rest of your week went pretty good, then.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, best, yeah, thing about, go best thing about the course was the um, the food. I have to say. Uh, oh
1: yeah, what were you guys eating?
2: <laughs> well, um, they had a nice. It's like a buffet kind of thing. Nice spread out of right. the chicken and stuff. But the main thing I went for was um, the the cheese, tomato, and cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
1: How could you eat something like that? That sounds if, Okay, no, no wait, wait. That has the makings for a good sandwich. Let me tell you that cuz though all, you know, all three a sandwich, first off, you got to have your bread, you got to have your cheese, you got to have tomatoes, and then you got to have some lettuce. But the main ingredient is the meat. Where's the meat? What is what's going on here?
2: Cheese is a kind of meat, damn it.
1: Cheese, no, cheese comes a kind of from a meat. cow
2: the yeah. cow's the meat <laughs> no cheese <laughs> is the heart seriously um, che- that kind of sandwich cheese, tomato and cucumber nicest uh-huh. sandwich I've ever had oh. no kidding it- it was definitely no, how, how
1: much actually cheese do you eat on that thing?
2: well there's quite a bit of cheese in there I mean like when you pick it up cheese is just falling out all over the place but, uh,
1: my god you're going to yeah. have a heart attack
2: <laughs>
1: I can actually like hear your arteries clogging as we speak uh,
2: cheese is good for you let's face it
1: Oh, yeah. It has a lot yeah. of calcium. Yeah. Um,
2: I, I'm just a big cheese cheese sandwich fan. That's for
1: sure. I got some cheese for you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, what, what, enough of that. What, what are you up to this week?
1: Um, I got to say that um, I'm doing a lot better today um, than I was doing earlier in the week. I was literally on pins and needles um, for the last few days because we got a call on Monday or Tuesday um, out of the blue, saying that I was going to have to deploy to Afghanistan for five months, and i 'd have to be there in two weeks from now. Um, <laughs> I was literally you know crapping my pants because I had no idea I was up to deploy at all. um the Air Force we have a system set in place that um, we kind of rotate um when we 're going to deploy, so we have a good idea when we should be going. i wasn't set to deploy again till next year sometime. And out of the blue you know I get this call saying I'm gonna have to go and you know that's not so bad if I have to go deploy I'll deploy even you know if I don't want to go you know that has nothing to do with it I'll go Um, but what was frustrating is that I had a lot of plans for this year because I didn't expect to deploy you know I, I knew I'm gonna have to deploy next year so I know next year don't make any plans well this year I wasn't supposed to deploy, so you know I had. We we're already setting up to go back to back home, back to Texas this summer for about a month. Um, so we we're planning that, and then also, as you know, uh, you know, Saganer's crew, we have you know some good plans to go to the Tokyo Game Show in September. Yeah. And so, had that happened, all those plans were going to be you know thrown out. I was going to be in Afghanistan for that time, so I was kind of stressed out about that. And not to mention, I mean, most importantly. I'm always stressed out whenever I hear the word deployment I immediately think of my family and like oh no what am I going to do with my family what's my family going to do you know we're all the way in Guam which is like you know light years away from the states um, or so it seems and I just wouldn't want to leave my family here um, in this you know pretty much like a third world country out here in Guam Um, it's pretty it can be pretty bad you know so I mean if you don't people don't know um, Guam It's a U.S. territory. um, And, you know, so America pretty much owns it, kind of like Iraq. Um, You know how we (laughs) own Iraq? (laughs) Just kidding. Um, But, yeah, so, you know, Guam's a good place. It's fun. um, But I just wouldn't really feel comfortable leaving my family. Um, You know, okay, but, you know, to make a long story short, I found out that I'm not going to have to go. um, So pretty much all that worrying, um, you know, was for nothing. So you guys are going to have me. Um, for the next, you know, year and a half I guess, um, and we won't have to deploy or worry about any of that so, um, the main thing, I, you know, not the main thing, but I was also, you know, the, I guess the secondary um, thing I was I was uh, worried about was Sega Nerds, because um, my second in command here um, would have to have stepped up and I just don't know if I'd feel comfortable leaving uh, Nerds in your hands, Graham. You're quite I'm sorry. right to feel that way.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't trust <laughs> it. Either. But, yeah, uh, I don't I, know. I'm just kind of worried that Nerds was second priority. What the hell's going on there? Family <sighs> coming first. What, what is? Well, this? okay.
1: I'm going to say something. This is um, a Disney
2: Christmas movie. <laughs> damn it!
1: The only the only reason for that is because I know the wife will be listening later, and uh, as she finds out, she's not going to be happy that I'm putting. Putting the sight in front of her. And quite frankly, um, I'd probably be kicked out of the bed for the next few weeks. And I just can't have that.
2: I see. So
1: we'll, t- we'll talk more about that later. I love Sega Nerds. <laughs> okay, enough about that. Why don't we get into some Sega news now. Uh, first up, we have the Sega Racing Studios rumor. And uh, I just want to tell you a little bit about that. Um, there's There was a guy who emailed me earlier um, last week his name's Dennis and he's a uh, he's a German who runs the only Sega specific um, magazine or printed magazine um, possibly in the entire world at least uh, for sure in Germany um, that magazine's called Sega on An. and uh, I was talking to him and he posted on our forums and said um, that he knows uh, what Sega Racing Studio's new game is supposed to be um, It's the working title is it's called Storm Chaser and the the crux of the gameplay is that players will chase tornadoes And somehow it's going to alter the outcome of the race um, Where, you know, as to the specifics of that, he didn't really say um, But from what I can think of, you know, the only thing I can think uh, Possibly the players chase the tornado, get sucked up inside the tornado, spin around And it either spits them out, you know, way ahead of everyone else Or, you know, get could throw them anywhere um, But, you know, I think that can be pretty exciting Um, Right now, you know, I still think it's a rumor. Um, But what I did do, though, is I emailed Sega um, of America, their public relations staff, and I asked them, and they basically told me they haven't heard anything about it yet and that uh, Sega Racing Studios is probably hard at work at um, their new um, Daytona racing game. So
3: um, they
1: couldn't really confirm anything, which, you know, I kind of knew that they wouldn't in the first place. But I just felt like I had to... Go ahead and at least just you know send the email, see if they you know would, were willing to say anything about it. Um, yeah. But Graham, what do you think about that though? Well, A Storm Chaser, what do you think about the gameplay? Do you think that would work? What's up?
2: Well, first off, did they actually um did they did they say no? This definitely isn't in production, or did they sort of just um so sort of go yeah we don't really know.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. They they didn't say that it was not in production. They basically said that they haven't heard anything about it. And, you know, that can be, you know, one of, I guess, three things. It could be that they're telling us the truth, that they just haven't heard about the game yet. Um, or they they could know that the game is being made and uh, they're just not ready to announce it yet and they just don't really want to talk about it yet. Um, or thirdly, it could just be totally wrong and that they just haven't heard anything about it because it's just not, you know, in plans at all. Um, so we really don't know yet. I think we should just hold off, you know, for a little while longer And uh, you know it could be you know a fact, and it could be true that they are working on this game, and it sounds pretty exciting to me. Yeah, Um, definitely. Sega has made some quirky titles in the past, especially racing titles in the past. So who knows what they have cooking up right now? Yeah, I I, I
2: reckon if they could get the um, tornado aspect of it um, as a a, uh, part of the game, then um, right, I I reckon it could could turn out to be good. In um eighteen wheeler on the Dreamcast and the arcade and stuff, they had one level where they had a tornado, a twister thing Mm -hmm. going across the track, and uh, it it sort of threw cars in your direction, but it didn't really affect the gameplay. And if if it's like that, then the game could be like really crap and really boring. But if they can make it so that that you like you could be in first and suddenly a twister comes by and like chucks you back to the beginning of the course or something, that could be a bit more interesting, a bit more exciting. Right. But, um, I could
1: just imagine like a huge tornado like ripping through and just like tearing crap up. Uh, you know, yeah. just you see buildings flying, trees flying, dogs and cows, you know, getting splattered all over the place, and then you get thrown up into the air and, you know, flunk like crazy. Um, that could be pretty cool. I don't know how long of a you know how long lasting of a of appeal that game would have. Um, at least it would definitely be I think it would have to be more of an arcadey type of game. Yeah. It sounds like it would be. Um, But it sounds like, you know, it could be pretty fun, especially, you know, if you have some people playing online. Um, And that's another thing he did say also. I'm sorry I should have mentioned that earlier. Um, The game, he said it is going to be for the Xbox 360, um, and it will be on Xbox Live. So there will be some kind of multiplayer aspect to it. That Um, could be good. Yeah, I mean, that sounds pretty damn...
2: Fun. Yeah, if the if the twisters could like actually like rip up the land and change the course, like alter the course around, that could right. um, that could give, give the game some lasting appeal. Or
1: even if, if the, it altered the actual track itself too, like say yeah, you're that, you're racing I mean, yeah. straight ahead, then also all of a sudden a twister comes by, you know, tears up the road, and there's crap right in front of where you were supposed to go. Then all of a sudden, instead of going straight, you have to take a right or something. You know, there's an alternate. You know, so you really don't know where the track's gonna go.
2: That yeah, could that, definitely make for an interesting yeah. race, and especially it if it's if it's completely go, random. What what happened if if um, right. somehow they can make yeah. it so it's random? That would make the game really interesting.
1: Yeah, it definitely could. Yeah, it would have to be random. No scripted events. No, you know, it, yeah. I mean, because after the first time of playing it, it loses all kind of surprise or anything. So it have yeah. definitely the weather would have to be random. Um, so
2: who knows? So that's one to look out for then. Yeah, Xbox and, 360. Um,
1: Xbox 360, um, and then I have a little uh, job for you, though. I, I know Sega Racing Studios is based in England, isn't that That's right? That's right. It is right. So yeah. I'm gonna have a little bit of homework for you this week. Oh, nice. No. We're gonna have to. You're gonna have to call up Sega Racing Studios in person. I want you up there. If if they don't answer phones, I wanna I wanna hear that you're on. You know, in their front door banging. If you <laughs> have to break windows, get them to tell you something about this. If they can't, deny I'll, I'll, it That's fine I want you in the In Stegan Racing Studios Find out what it is That they're doing Yeah
2: Okay I'll, t- I'll tell you what I'll, I'll get a brick And strap a note to it And throw it through the window As I drive by that's, that sounds And like put your email address it. on it Please yeah, email me uh, at... <laughs> Fingerprints email You know <laughs> <laughs> Police record <laughs> Put that all <word> on it <laughs> yeah. they'll, know, they'll know who I am Don't you worry Yeah I think Okay so. I'll, I'll see I'll see what I can do I'll see if I, they'll answer to me You
1: can't let us down You gotta do something uh, Write it down right now before you forget. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, the next, uh, next exciting, um, I guess, uh, tidbit of the news, um, there was a new poll that Sega posted on their main website today, on their official website, um, and it asked what new character or game would you like to see um, come back, and there were some, some pretty good um, titles up there, and one that just came out of nowhere. Um, basically, there, were, there was Nights, Streets of Rage, Samba de Amigo, Virtual Cop, and believe it or not, there was Flicky, on there. Hey. Um, I have no idea who thought of. Let's add Flicky um, to the poll. But uh, what do you think um, of those five games, and which one would you rather have?
2: Like, first off, the one I'd rather have would probably be Knights, simply because mm-hmm. God, it's Nights. It's <laughs> right. I think I think pretty much any Sega fan out there or like anyone who's played it mm-hmm. would, has to love it. Right. Um, to be honest, I'd like to see them all return. Um, Even I've Flicky? Never actually, I've never actually played a Flicky game. Yeah. I, I, know, I know he exists, I sort of know what the game's about, but I've never played it. Um, yeah. I, I assume it could be fun. I mean, back in Let, the day, it seems to be quite an interesting game.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Right now, there's, there's close to 10,000 people who voted. Um, and currently, Knights has about 58% of the vote. Uh, Streets of Rage is second with 23%. Samba de Amigo has 11%, Virgil Cup has 7 and Flicky is at 2%. Now, um, <laughs> na, no, okay, any Sega nerd, when they first see this list, I think the immediate thing they're going to think of is where's Shinmu? You know, uh, why, yeah. why would you have Flicky on there and not Shinmu? Um, and so, I, w- what I think about this is one of these games, or maybe a couple of these games, are in maybe the early stages of development, and Sega wants to know how receptive you know, the public is going to be um, to this game that they want. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I, it, it can't be a flicky game. That's just ridiculous. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, that, that could be a little red herring or something.
1: Right. And honestly, I think that it could, I, I really do think that it could be a New Nights game for the, possibly the Nintendo Wii. It just makes too much sense. It just makes too much sense, people. You know, Sega. Sega fans have been asking for this game forever, and uh, you know, I just with with the Wii's controller and everything, it just seems like a match made in heaven to that me. That seemed like a,
2: quite a good idea. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's just you know, and but you know, even the Streets of Rage or even a Samba de Amigo game could could work as well. And Virtua Cop, I would like to see. Um, like you said, most of all those games, I'd like to see sequel to Flicky. I hope we'll never see a sequel to so
2: have you played the original um
1: it actually they do have it on the um, the, Ciganist, the collections on the PSP um, they have flicky oh, right. on there and it's it's horrible um, <laughs> I, I don't know why I maybe it was good a long time ago but um, you know when you you play old games and you can kind of tell why they were fun even if they're crappy now you can kind of say okay I can understand how this game was fun back then right.
2: Yeah, that's like that. That's when I down last night when I played Toe Jam and Earl on the um, virtual console. Right. I personally hated it, but okay. um, everyone else seems to love it. Yeah, but so,
1: I mean, there's those games where you can yeah. e- even if they're you know if they don't age well and they don't hold up well um, when you compare them to today's games. You can, there's still an element in the game where you can say, okay, that that's you know I can see that, and that could probably yeah. was a really fun game back in the day. With Flicky. I can't see that at all. It's just, oh. It just—it was just a crappy game <laughs> to me um, from the get-go, and I just really didn't see why Sega uh, included that in the, the um, Sega Genesis collections, um, and I really don't see why they'd even include it in this um, poll. And honestly, it ha- it has 150 votes right now, and I think more than any of that is just people voting for it, just you know, for the underdog factor, because <laughs> uh, I I don't think most people have played Flicky. Or even care about well, this series. What it
2: probably is that they're actually trying to make a flicky game, which is why they put it in there. And the only people who voted for it are Sega, like Sega <laughs> people working for them. It's like, go bump the numbers up here, guys. Yeah. Well, but, uh, you know,
1: that's the thing though. With you know some of the decisions Sega's made in the past, I wouldn't be surprised if they've spurned Night Streets of Rage, you know, and Verge of Cop, and say, oh, we got to make a new flicky game. That's what the public wants. That's what our fans want. They want flicky. Forget Knights, Streets of Rage, Shinmu, Who cares about that crap? It's flicky. That's what we got to do. Um, That's where so, it's at right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll say uh, it wouldn't surprise me. But my, you know, if if I had to put my money on anything, I would really think that we will see a new Knights game maybe within the next year and a half. Who knows? I
2: reckon. I reckon they'd probably be more likely to make a virtual cop. Personally, you think so? I mean, like that because um. Sega, well known for like remaking their arcade games and stuff. And Virtual Cop's had quite a good run, mm-hmm. and they haven't had a new game out for a while now.
1: Yeah, well, it's getting its um, ass kicked right now. It's at seven. It has, only has seven percent of the overall bonus. Yeah. Uh, Again, yeah.
2: I guess they'd have to try and like remake the series a bit. Cause yeah. It, I as mean, as it's I a good Virtual series. Cop I liked 3 it. Three wasn't that great. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it every mm. single one. But um, when you first played Virtual Cop, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa this this game's amazing. And right. Then, by Virtual Cop Three, you're sort of like, it's pretty much the same. Mm. But uh. Now
1: I do have to say though, if Sega has any plans for making a new Streets of Rage game, please, 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 do not make it in 3D. Keep it a 2D side-scrolling beat 'em up. You know yeah. I can't uh- stress this enough. The thing that drives me crazy is when developers think, oh no, we have to, you know, update our old titles. We have to make them 3D. We have to, you know put all these new features that we have to do all this stuff you don't have to do that you know just update the game give us you know sharp awesome 2D sprites high res you know give us new gameplay elements or something but don't mess with the core gameplay that made the series so you know awesome to begin with just keep keep the formula the same and just tweak it and make it look better please that's all I ask now
2: I would I would actually have to slightly disagree with you there (sighs)
1: you would okay tell me what. Have, have you
2: ever have you ever played Die Hard Arcade no or Dynamite Cop on the Dreamcast
1: uh I have played Dynamite Cop on the Dreamcast
2: okay well Die Hard, Dynamite Cop is basically Die Hard Arcade 2 okay but, um Die Hard Arcade the original one on the Saturn and in the Arcade mm-hmm. was just such a good game right if they can make Streets of Rage like that cause um well explain what it was like then it was it was basically still the same as Streets of Age, but it had three D characters and three D um environments. However, you couldn't change the camera angle or anything. The camera angle was fixed. Okay. So you would still be moving along to the right or to the left and you'd be moving up and down the screen. Right. But um overall the experiences I thought the experience was much more fun. Mm-hmm. You could actually, um occasionally the camera angles did sort of change, like, um, there'd be a bit where um You'd be, you'd be in first-person mode, you'd be running down a corridor, and it'd be a quick time events um, occasion, like mm-hmm. in um, Shenmue, like you'd right. have to quickly press B or whatever, and jump over a, a bag or I'll kick them in the face. Did
1: Did a kid kick you in the face with a soccer ball if you didn't get it right? <laughs> 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 yeah. Um,
2: no, you, you'd normally get knocked down or something if right. you didn't get it right. Um, but uh, if you got it right, you managed to do a flying kick in someone's face, which is always good fun. That's fun. Um, but... Die Hard Arcade, I thought, was such a good game. If they could make that in the Streets of Rage sort of world, okay. like the Streets of Rage characters and stuff, I reckon that could be a good way to go about it. Because mm-hmm. it's, if you have nice sharp 3D characters and stuff, you 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 keep the, the gameplay still quite basic, but it's right. uh, still a lot of fun because um, it feels more involving, mm-hmm. I'd say.
1: Well, that sounds like it's um, they almost updated it in 3D, but it, you know, basically, it for you know a cr- big. You know, portion of the gameplay, it still seemed like it was a 2D side scroller. From what you're,
2: yeah, essentially, it's still the 2D. I could live with that, but but...
1: you know, you know, with what they've done with Konami, what they've done with the Castlevania series, is you know, they're still doing their 2D games, but they're also, you know, for the PS2, um, they were making full 3D games, and I didn't personally like them very much. I preferred the 2D games, Um, and they just radically changed the the gameplay. Um, you know yeah. and you know if they could keep the gameplay the same even it, okay that's fine if they wanted to make the, the characters 3D um, while also if you know if they kept it you know 2D side scrolling that would be fine with me um, just keep the core formula the same that's all I ask
2: yeah definitely I, I wouldn't want like a big 3D adventure thing where you get to like go anywhere and have change camera angles and stuff right. I'd like to keep it the same sort of style of gameplay mm-hmm. and what have you okay yeah so definitely
1: yeah um, Moving on, though, um, last week uh, there was a a, a kind of a big announcement from Sega. Um, They announced that they're going to be making the Golden Compass video game. And, Graham, I know that you're a huge, huge fan (laughs) of the Golden Compass (laughs) series. Um, Tell us a little bit about the game, what we can expect, um, and a little bit about the books. Can you just kind of explain some of that stuff to us?
2: Okay, well, firstly, I wouldn't say I'm a huge, (laughs) huge fan. Right. (laughs) I I did. I did enjoy the series of books. Um, It's they. It's there's actually three books in the series. It's called His Dark Materials. Mm -hmm. That's like the name of the trilogy. Okay. Um, For me in the UK, the the first book isn't called The Golden Compass. Though it's called Northern Lights. Um, You know that big spectacular light thing that has happens like up in near the North Pole. Yeah, it's called the Aurora Borealis. That's the one, yeah. yeah. Or, or the Northern Lights for people who can't remember how to pronounce that. Yeah, or, or <laughs>
1: the alien invasion for the people in Montana, the crazies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. But um, for some reason, they, in America, they changed it to the Golden Compass. Yeah. But um, where if you actually read the books, you'll understand why it's called that. Um, it's kind of hard to explain because each book is different in a way. Mm-hmm. It follows a different character. Um, the whole idea is that basically there's different dimensions, and in the first book you follow this girl who's from another sort of universe to ours, like a parallel universe. Okay. And in her universe, they have um these things like the deep these things called demons who are actually like pets, but they're they're more than pets. They're like part of your soul. It's like being, like your soul is like in you, and also in this demon. That thing. sounds like the
1: scariest video game ever. Um, Jesus. It's not. It's
2: just a very. Light, it's lighthearted and stuff. Isn't lighthearted. It? They're, 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 okay. <laughs> the general idea is though that if um, if you die, then your demon will die, or vice well, versa. Well, that's
1: a bad thing, I guess. Then, apparently. Um.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, but in in um, in the first book, at least, um, this you follow the story of this girl Lyra, and um, she uh, her uncle um, her uncle works out a way to go into different dimensions. Okay. And it's sort of like her adventures through like the world, and she actually um goes into like another uni, like a different like parallel universe and stuff, and like meets all these different people, and you have got like um, these bears and stuff who like live in the North Pole who actually talk. Um, it sound it sounds really crap, but honestly the (laughs) books are actually really good. Okay, so oh go ahead. uh, The the whole idea I was going to explain why it's called the Golden Compass. There's um there's this device that she uses, and for the life of me I can't remember what it's called. But um, the Golden Compass. It looks entirely it's not it's not <laughs> It's not actually a compass <laughs> that's the thing it's not actually a compass okay. um, it it looks like a compass and um, she can she, very few people in the entire world can like use this thing but she, for some reason she picks it up and like, can naturally use it and it can help her predict things and um, she can work out where she needs to go and things like that hmm. um, you're really going to have to like if you really want to uh, understand more you're probably going to have to read the books maybe but um the thing is, I can't actually see how they're going to make this into a computer game that way. That's what I was going to
1: ask. Do you um, think it, it would translate well to a to a computer game? Or well,
2: computer I could game? if if say um it was in the style of like um a point and click adventure or just um an adventure without much action in it. Then I reckon it could be really good. Right. But I can't see how they're gonna make like um, a platform game out of it or anything like that. Um do we know what kind of style of game it is yet?
1: I don't um, I don't think so. I've only seen
2: s- from, from what th- yeah, I've only seen a few screenshots myself. We have
1: seen a few screenshots uh, and it seems like it's gonna be more of like an action adventure game. Um like you yeah,
2: said. I, yeah, I um, I can't I honestly can't see how they're gonna keep it up that well. Um there there are moments of action in the books and stuff, like um in the last book there's a big battle and mm-hmm. things like that. But um most of the book is more of an adventure, but without much like right. action really going on.
1: The it. thing I think you need to keep in mind though is that it's the game is going to be based on the movie, which is based on the book, and so you know yeah, whenever there's a movie adaptation for a book, um, there's always a lot more action that the director puts in into it, even if he has to make it up. They did the same yeah. thing with uh, um, The Line the Witch in the Wardrobe. you know they made up some battle scenes um just to make it a little bit more exciting. So, you know, I think that the same will probably be the case for the Golden Compass. Um, So, I don't think you should have to worry about, you know, a lack of action, or who knows, you know, possibly they could screw up and do it. Um, But I think that, you know, if they do need to make some more action, they'll just make it up. Or have you at least do some, you know, some running around and, you know, fetch quests, because you always love those. Yeah. Just to, you know, get Um, get some action in there.
2: Personally, I reckon that the 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 DS version of this game could actually potentially be the best. And why is that? Simply, because the DS is so underpowered compared to the other, like the PSP or the Xbox 360 or whatever.
1: That makes absolutely no sense. But continue.
2: No, wait, 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 wait. The developers have to um, really focus more on um, puzzles Mm -hmm. and stuff. And they utilize the DS's, like, um, touchscreen and microphone to do puzzles. I reckon this game could be better if it had um, lots of interesting puzzles and stuff and, like, was a it was more an adventure game that right. way and you had to solve puzzles mm. rather than having an all out action jumping sort of yeah. fighting adventure thing like well, that. that would. so I reckon in theory I reckon the DS version could actually be um, a lot more interesting to play yeah.
1: well it could but also keep in mind what happened with King Kong um, the DS version was extremely horrible and they, they didn't really do anything to try to make it you know they didn't try to you know really focus on what the DS can do and what makes DS games successful they try to make it you know into an action game and it just didn't work and it just looked like crap um,
2: personally I thought the um, the 360 version of the game was pretty poor myself, I hate you but, uh, I, I thought the graphics and everything were lovely but um, the game was just so bloody Hey, it was an like easy way to I get a thousand uh, gamer points though <laughs> a thousand nerd points yeah point, there you go yeah. okay um, yeah, I, 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 might, I might pick it up one day to get those that's uh,
1: good um, also okay we, we heard about Golden Compass moving on uh as you know, Cujo Brighton, they're working um, on a, a new Sega game. Um, but what you know, the strange thing was, is last week they announced that they're going to they're changing the name of their company um, from Cujo Brighton. Now it's going to be called Zoe Mode. And uh, what's what's actually <laughs> strange about this though is that they're forming the company. Um, they they actually have a girl on their website is that's supposed to represent the new direction or face of the company, and it's basically this, like, uh, you know, like, looks like a 17-year-old girl, and uh, it's just one of the most bizarre things I've I've seen and read um, in, you know, in the video game industry in quite some time. Uh, what was your initial reaction when you read that article, Graham?
2: Um, you know what? I didn't really know what to think. Uh, it was... It's interesting. I mean, um, if they're... Tr- are they trying to, like... Um are they going to use her in adverts and stuff a lot? You know, I
1: don't know what they really plan to do with it. It didn't really say much. Um, the uh, the head of Zoe though, Zoe mode, they did say um, his name's uh, Ed Daly. Uh, he said this about it. He said, "By taking control of the public face of the studio, we'll be able to reinforce this unique identity and specialize our expertise further." Um, what that you know really means, I still you know don't know what he you know what he's going after. Um, but if you go to um, their website, I, I believe it's zoeemo. dot com, um, you can actually email her. They actually have an email address for oh, Zoe I, at zoemo.com dot com. And so I I just can imagine all these like forty and fifty year old men who see this and are like emailing her and trying to get her to you know send you know all these dirty photos back to them. <laughs> I can just imagine, you know, what kind of email, you know, these guys are seeing when they open it up in the morning and they see these overweight, you know, naked men trying to talk to them. You know, it could make for some hilarious, you know, afternoons, but...
2: I'm starting to wonder if she's got a MySpace account or something. If they've set up a special MySpace account with just her face on it or something.
1: Who knows? Possibly.
2: I reckon it's quite an interesting way of um, maybe advertising and getting your name out there. Because certainly... I don't know if any other company has done it this way. Or,
1: you know, you can just make really good video games and, you know, do that. Well. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I guess this is the easier way. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Kudo Brighton, they got a sex change. Now they're a girl, Zoe. So we'll see what they have in store for us. Um, Also, there was a pretty big video game that was just released by Sega a few weeks ago. Isn't that right, Graham? You know, Sonic and the Secret Rings.
2: What game games Sonic this? Sonic and the Sea of Rings. Yeah, you know, you know what game <laughs> I'm talking and the about. Rings? You, yeah, no, you posted yeah, your right. review last. I, try- I was trying to mess around there. Yeah,
1: but I, I heard you. Yeah. Work, but, uh, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> so uh, I know that um, you know you you posted your um, second opinion review. Um, you know, for Nathan, yeah. what what score did you give it? Uh, explain, you know, the purpose in uh, in your score and your, the reasoning behind it, and what you thought of the
2: game, please. Okay, well, first of all, like as you just briefly mentioned Nathan was the first one to originally post up his review um partly because he got it way before me because obviously over here we get our games a little bit later Mm -hmm. which is quite annoying but um yeah we actually gave ended up giving it the same score um he gave his a 7 and I also gave it a 7 as well um really um uh, the only thing I can really say about this game is it had the potential to be the best Sonic the best 3D Sonic game but it fell down in so many areas um like one one thing that we both came up with was um how Sonic has to step backwards. It's the most infuriating yeah, yeah. thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um there's one particular moment where I got stuck in this ring where I have to kill these three um three enemies mm-hmm. and you're sort of in a circle. Because Sonic's constantly running forward, he just runs to one end of the circle and I had to sort of reverse and somehow like angle my character just in the right right, right way and then like jump and try and mm-hmm. attack them. And it was um Really, really, I think Sega should just put in like, um, a 180-degree flip thing where Sonic could like, spin around quickly idea. and like, run in the other direction. That, that would have been so much yeah. easier.
1: And then um, you'd actually be running just the opposite way, right?
2: Yeah, you'd, be up, you'd still be on the same rail right. or whatever. You just but, um, you'd just basically turn around the on the rail. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's right. Uh, I reckon that would have been so much easier. On Rather than backing back steps up. Yeah. It, was, it was so frustrating. Mm-hmm. And also, I there's one thing that me and Nathan disagreed on. He um mentioned how he liked how fast Sonic was. I personally think that Sonic was slower in this game than other Sonic okay. games. Now, um part of the main the whole part of the premise of the game is that you actually build up Sonic's right. powers. because 'cause he's got the he um he's got this like magic ring thing that he can actually like um build his powers up and stuff and boost different um techniques. Like you can actually make yourself a lot faster or um you can have more powerful attacks or mm-hmm. what have you. And the whole idea is you can, you're meant to be able to build up your speed and stuff, so you can, by the end of the game, you're like running really fast. Yeah. However, I think the main part of Sonic games is that Sonic is essentially a very fast character. Yeah. And when you first start playing a game, he's really slow, and I think that's just ridiculous, because the um, whole idea is he's meant to be fast, so why are you taking away the one thing that he's um, meant to be good at? That's true. Um, yeah. I just I just found it very annoying. I'm I, I'm I'm all for building up his um, powers and stuff, but um, the fact that the first few levels when you play them, you're just so slow and yeah, I just found it really tedious at the beginning. Yeah. As, as the more you progress, so so the, the game, game though, gets the game it gets get it gets
1: more fun as you you progress. The game
2: yeah the game gets much, but really you have to we have to welcome building up your speed points right. and stuff and making sure you, Sonic can keep running mm-hmm. fast. But otherwise the game is very tedious. Okay. And um, one other thing we both mentioned was this: um, his um, his jump. When you jump, you have to actually charge right. every jump, and um, that that slows Sonic right down. For him to actually like charge his jump to jump really high, he has to like slow right down, and stop running almost, and then he'll jump. Okay. And um, to, to actually get any height, you need to like charge up. So basically, me. you have to slow so down to nearly really really stop S- before S- you can jump. You have to slow right down, which again um, like ruins the whole gameplay idea yeah. of Sonic. Because when I'm when I'm playing a Sonic game, I like to be able to run, keep running really fast, jump really quickly, mm-hmm. and like fly through the air, hit an enemy or whatever mid-air, carry, land and carry on running really right. fast. But in this, you have to keep run. You're running really fast. You slow down. You jump. You hit the character. Then you land. And then you have to start speeding up again. Mm. It just uh, I just think it's ruined the whole game. Okay, so
1: after it was all said and done, what score did you give it?
2: I, I gave a it a seven. 7. Um the game the game is good but um it's not what Now it could a be. lot of really, Okay, it's,
1: uh, it, it's not what it could have been and a yeah. lot of the gaming media um, have said that Sonic and the Secret Rings is the best 3D Sonic game. Yet, would you agree with that?
2: Absolutely no. not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No. um for me the was best it, 3D was Sonic it, what, game so is 3
1: Sonic 3D Blast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> if we're going for true right. 3D Sonic games, it's it's going to have to be Sonic Adventure. Okay. Yeah, Sonic the w- um, wonderful game. The fir- the v- what, what 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 amazes me is how Sonic Adventure was the first true full 3D Sonic game that Sega made, and yet it's still the best, at least in my opinion yeah. it is. I think everyth- pretty much everything they did with that game was solid. Um, the levels were fun. Um, Sonic... Sonic ran pretty darn well. There's issues with the camera and right. such, but um, once you get used to that, you can actually like get mm-hmm. around that playing the games and levels. Yeah. I, and in fact, um, I I also enjoyed playing as the other characters in that game. I found I actually enjoyed playing as Big the Cat. <laughs> I mean, exactly. I, know, I I know um, I know his levels weren't that right. exciting, but it's like a nice break from all the action. Yeah, it was good. Sonic and, and, and I and
1: have stuff, to say but, um, th- that open you know the first level um, of Sonic running. Um, you know, running on the bridge with the whale, you know, coming behind them. Oh, that was yes. probably one of the coolest moments uh, of any video game that I've ever seen. It was, it sold me. When I saw that, I was sold on the Dreamcast at that moment. I yeah. said, okay, this is it. I have to have this. This is amazing. And uh, so, yeah, I, I would agree with you. I've, I, ha- I have Sonic and the Secret Rings. I've played it. I haven't put, you know, as much time as I'd like to into it. So I don't think I, it'd be fair to give, you know, my full opinions on it, um, but from what I have played about from it, it it's a fun game, I like it, um, but, you know, it, it, if it's gonna, you know, is it gonna be better to me than Sonic Adventure, which is one of my favorite Sonic games ever, I, you know, I can't say that, I don't know. Um, both games, I yeah, think, are good, um, both the games are fun, um, I enjoy playing them both, so... That, that's where it stands yeah
2: actually I, I have started playing Sonic Adventure myself uh-huh. lately <laughs> um, j- just with all the talk of um, Sonic Adventure and Sonic and Secret Rings I had to start yeah. playing it again and I still th- I still say it's better than um, any other 3D Sonic game
1: hmm. okay so, well there you go so,
2: yeah Sonic Sonic and Secret Rings is good but um, it could be awesome. so much better okay well it
1: could be much better so Sega when you make Sonic and Secret Rings um, Part 2 make it better for Graham or else he'll be upset
2: yeah Come and ask me.
1: Maybe you should. You should be the me <laughs> what I want. The next one.
2: You know, I'd like to think okay. that, but uh, they, they probably won't agree. Anyway, okay, that's on. that's pretty much
1: um, all the Sega news that we want to talk about this week. Of course, you know we could drag it out and bore you with more stuff, um, but we're just going to try to get through that real quick. Um, next up, though, is our interview with the Captain S crew. Um, yes, Excellent. good stuff. These guys—they're um, doing some awesome stuff over there. If you haven't seen the Captain S show. Um, it's basically, um, it's basically Captain N, the cartoon, uh, mixed with a little bit of, um, Saved by the Bell, and it's all done, you know, it's all done in, in the real world. They do some really cool stuff, it's all, you know, full motion stuff, it's not any animated. Um, there's a little, you know, there's a few animated bits, um, within, within some of the, um, the, um, episodes, but... Uh,
2: Yeah, when they jump into the video games. When he goes into the video games,
1: some of that's animated, and they do some really funny stuff with that. Um, But right now, let's just get into the interview, and uh, we'll see what um, Captain S and the rest of the crew have to say. Okay, we have the Captain S crew here with us today, um, and I'd like to introduce them all. We have Brett, who plays Captain S. We have Z, the production manager, Chad Williams, who created Captain S, and Devin Riley, who plays... The evil Ness on the show. Hey guys, how's it going?
2: Hey, what's hey, Chris. up, Chris?
1: First off, yeah, can you just nerd. hey, how's it going? Can you tell us each a little bit about yourself? Brett, why
4: sure. don't okay, start? I'll start. Uh, my name is Brett Vanderbrook, and I play Captain S as well as uh, I wrote episode five, directed episode four, and a couple other jobs. But uh, born and raised in Buffalo, New York, and moved to New York City a couple of years ago to pursue acting, got a degree in acting from a uh, from college upstate, and uh, just been doing that. And then last year, we at the end of last year, we, the four of us got together and combined our talents and brainpower and created PBC Productions, and that's where we are today, just trying to uh, push this as far as we can take it. Awesome.
0: And I'm Z. And I'm the production manager for PVC like you said Mm -hmm. and um, in my other life I'm a puppeteer oh really and I work on children's television shows and I also create my own shows
1: are there any shows that uh, our listeners might be you know (laughs) that they might have watched in the past
0: Um, the most well-known show that I'm on right now is a character is called Seymour's Playhouse hmm. and you can get to that by going to playhouse com. <laughs> I don't know how old people lesson. are yeah. it's a kids show <laughs> that's still pretty cool um,
1: it
5: may and I play a purple boys.
0: lamb named Lottie
1: Lottie Mm -hmm. that's pretty awesome
6: and um I'm I'm Chad Um, I'm the uh, I guess creator of the series Mm -hmm. I also do uh, most of the editing and visual effects with Brett and Devin's help okay I uh, got my degree in multimedia from uh, SUNY Fredonia way uh, way west in western New York uh, next to Buffalo yeah as west
4: as you can possibly (laughs) say Chad Z and I all went there
1: okay
6: and um yeah, where do I go from there? I made uh, a few low-budget video game-inspired movies with a bunch of guys called uh, X Track Studios. Hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of *Nth Mile*. It's this uh, feature-length uh, movie that all about uh, Parappa, that's totally like ghettofied. No kidding. Has guns and drugs and sex and whatnot. But, um,
1: <laughs> Is there anywhere that... the Captain antith- S? Can can our listeners uh, watch that on on the internet anywhere?
6: There's there's trailers online, but Strike tries to sell all their products. Okay. Uh, they actually just sent the uh, external hard drive to digital CDR to, uh, I think, this week to get the DVD pressed.
1: Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Is there is there an official website or anything like that that we can go to to get some more yeah, information
6: about Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, uh, go to x-strikestudios.com. And okay. those are the guys I used to roll with in Buffalo. We hang out from time to time and collaborate.
1: Awesome. Okay. And lastly, is Devin right? That's me. Okay, hey, how's it going? What's up? Uh, yeah, I'm Devin Riley. Uh, born and raised from
5: Middletown, New York. I met Chad Williams at a St. Patrick's Day party two years ago. <laughs> uh, I've moved to Brooklyn, and now we're PPC Productions.
1: That's right. Awesome. <laughs> okay, so we know how had Chad and, and Devin met up. How did how did Brett and Z, and how how did the whole thing come together? Can you just kind of walk us through that?
6: Yeah, I think it was, um, actually, it all happened at the uh, Machinima Festival at uh, the Museum of, uh, was it Museum of Motion Museum in, of Moving Picture. In uh, Astoria, in New York, which is uh, around where uh, Z, I, and Brett all live. Okay. And I had invited uh, Devin and Shale, who both play in the show, mm-hmm. up to this Machinima Festival, and we watched, uh, do you know what Machinima is, by the way? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, can totally... you kind of
1: explain to our listeners, though, in case they don't know what what it is? Sure.
6: Uh, Machinima is uh, the concept of making a film within the confines of a uh, video game. Right. Like a lot of people do it with uh, World of Warcraft mm-hmm. or uh, Quake first person shooters. The most popular probably
1: Red vs. Blue, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, The
6: Rooster Teeth Guys. Yep. Or uh, This Spartan Life, a couple mm-hmm. other serials that I used but to watch their Frag's Best. <laughs> and uh, we were really inspired by this Machinima Festival. thought, you know what? They did it. We saw a lot of crap that day, uh, right. you know, as well as uh, the good stuff. We were like, man, let's go and make a machine thing. Let's do it, me and you, okay.
5: <laughs> yeah, but, then, uh... then we sat down in the diner, hashed out a few ideas for a zombie apocalypse buddy flick, okay, and uh, eventually just dropped it, dropped it all.
6: Oh, no. It <laughs> was, We just didn't have the time to learn, like, um, you know, like a program or... You know, figure out how to do it exactly. But what we were we're really good with was making, uh, you know, short, low-budget films. Mm -hmm. So uh, I had this Captain S pilot kicking around that I made by myself (laughs) when I lived up in uh, Albany working for the man. Right. And, uh, man, I just had an epiphany one day watching the show called uh, Awesome Video Games. Uh And uh, I was like, holy crap, these guys (laughs) can do, like, five minutes of entertaining stuff on no budget. Why the crap can I do that with uh, Captain S? Right. And uh, thus, uh, I was hanging out with Devin and Brett one night, and the idea just popped into our heads. Just like, hey, why, why don't we just do this short? And the production company just got us stemmed out of uh, a need for, uh, to mm-hmm. make the show. Okay. And then
0: Chad comes home one night, and he <laughs> says, Hey, I'm making this awesome thing, and oh, by the way, we need you to play this gypsy character in the first episode. <laughs> oh, so you're the gypsy then? And uh, Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always end up being the extra character that they forgot they needed somebody
3: for. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> um,
1: yeah.
0: But – uh then I started asking all these questions, like, do, do you have costumes together? And do you have all your props together? And he was like, oh, yeah, we're fine. <laughs> and then slowly it was like, well, if you could help with this thing. Right. And then the other thing. And then <laughs> I just kind of started helping in a lot of different areas. And then I think in between episodes two and three, we kind of really decided, okay, we're a production company. This is what we're doing. And we finished out the plot for the entire season oh really yeah and it was pretty much at that point we decided to take it to a gaming festival called magfest okay and we premiered the first three episodes right or no right after january 1st
3: Mm -hmm.
1: what was the the general i guess uh, reception that the people gave captain s when they first saw it at the at the festival
4: it was small Mm -hmm. but it was good Really? Uh people people who saw it uh had maybe fifty people at each showing and we did two or three. Uh one of the showings was three, But uh the reaction was was positive I'd say. Okay. All right that that was a huge lie. It was the biggest. Man, ever- <laughs>
6: They ate it up. Everybody was telling us like, "Holy crap!" Were celebrities. Yeah, it was this... All right, day. I was being modest. Right. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was definitely the the sleeper hit of the con, minus the sweet concerts, right, which were, which were a totally huge factor this year.
4: Okay, that's awesome. Okay, I'd like I'd like go ahead. Sorry, I'd like to just quickly add uh, cause it didn't get answered. How I know Chad? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do cool uh, you know Chad? Yeah. Right? We, I, I also, I, I, wasn't a part of X Strike Studios, but I did, uh, I did perform in, in all the movies they did. Well, because we were all in Fredonia, we were all part of the uh, Fredonia State Improv Society, which was a, a an improv comedy troupe, and that's how we all kind of met. Okay. And uh, so I did uh, nth Mile* with Chad. That was the last, thing. and then he and I, the way, and our cross, excuse me, our paths finally crossed again when we both, Gloria,
2: mm-hmm. and
4: uh, after he and Devin came up for *Captain S*. Uh, I had seen I had seen the original Captain S like uh, a year ago or two years ago, and uh, he came to me and he was like, Brett, "I want you to play like Captain S."
3: <laughs> okay, cool.
4: Originally, I wanted Captain S. Yeah, screw you, Devin. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: <laughs> now, some of our listeners might remember a cartoon from back in the eighties called Captain N. And what? Uh, what kind of Devin wasn't alive then? No, <laughs> uh, I was dead in the eighties. W- what? Has has there have you guys re- gotten any kind of um, ideas or inspiration from from the show at all? None. None really. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's
5: just sheer coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, um, well, right before we got together and decided to be PBC, mm-hmm. Chad and I went to a concert together, and okay. right uh, before that concert, Chad had sent me the original uh, script treatment. Uh, treatment for Captain the first three episodes mm-hmm. and I looked at it and I thought you know what works so much better yeah. Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad <laughs> and so we took that okay, added the dash of Saved by the Battle there you go and, and used the Captain N and that's how we got the Captain S we know today
6: awesome there were, uh, there were a lot of free incarnations of this <laughs> game before we finally honed it down uh, I'd say uh, my friend Weese from Buffalo just I me the other day and he's like dude uh, I was just reading over your original original treatment when it was like uh, Captain M for Mega Drive, or something like that. <laughs> no, and and actually, um, there's a lot of parallels to these treatments if you watch. Uh, if you search for Captain S on YouTube, uh-huh. this dude who did like oh god the Captain N intro in Mario Paint. Oh no, where like all these video game uh, people are just uh, you know operating like Sonic and Ristar and. Barkstor on Captain S's team. Yeah, but, but they're they, still fighting mother brand. Yeah. yeah. There's that there, there's a lot of previous incarnations and as it's it started as a parody of another show, it's not, you know, technically a totally original idea. But right. it, as, I'm sure you'll see as the season progresses we, you know, we it becomes more our
5: our, uh, our baby.
1: Okay. And, and what do you guys what do you hope to accomplish with with the show? What do you all want to do with it?
4: Internet celebrity. There you go.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, I, I'd, I'd like to say that, uh, you know, the, the driving force production company, um, and, you know, we all bring different talents to the table. He's right. uh, a puppeteer. I'm an actor. Dad's a filmmaker. And uh, Devin kind of does a little acting, a little uh, sound and things like that. So we all kind of bring our own skill to the table. Mm-hmm. We would definitely like to, uh, to definitely stick with in this because we really can't make on captain s because of uh, some of the copyright infringement right but um you know we we all decided we want to use this as a platform and uh, starting with our next project we'd like to do this for for profit awesome
1: do you, you have any idea what your project's going to be your next one what do you We've, have on lined up
4: we
6: kicked uh, around a couple ideas nothing's definitely uh, you know definite right now I'd right. say um as soon as we know it'd be up on our site
1: awesome okay <laughs> there you go all gamers, you know, do you all like to play yes. video games? Donkey and yeah. Ninja. Definitely. Yeah. What What are you guys playing right now?
3: <laughs> we don't Final, Final, Fantasy
1: 12. <laughs> Final Fantasy XII. I just
4: finished. Re- I just finished Resident Evil Four. What
1: What did you really? think about that? Amazing game. I wasn't? thought it
4: was it was the best Resident Evil in the series.
1: I gotta agree. I was blown away. I was blown away. Yes. by it. That was probably the I, the, I... the best game of last year that I played, or the year before, whenever it came out. It it was my game of the year, definitely.
4: I agree with you. We we've been uh, in between uh, doing a lot of work. We've been killing some zombies, mercenaries, in the mercenaries.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Amazing game. What about the rest yeah, I of you don't guys?
6: Know, guys? that 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 kind of sounds makes it sound like old fogies. That game came out like a couple of years. ago. Two thousand five. I, I, I just a started replaying Brave Fencer Musashi. So well,
1: that's a great game.
6: There you go. There you go. Awesome. Okay, I play Wii
1: Sports. There you go. That's pretty
3: new. <laughs> that
1: that is new. Have you guys uh, had a chance to play the new uh, Sonic uh, and the Secret Rings on the Wii yet?
3: No, no. I, I just, played.
6: I've been reading up on my uh, Sonic Human Princess uh, fan fiction. <laughs> you
4: know, I don't know if that counts. Yeah, I've been kind of prepping myself for the love scene.
1: Right there, you go. It, it, I, it's, it's inevitable. We'll see. It I soon. played
4: the, I played the craptastic Sonic the Hedgehog for Xbox 360. Oh gosh, as, as bad as a game that is. Um, it's such an eye-gasm that right. you just keep playing. It just looks so good, it especially is. not on HDTV.
1: Uh, it's amazing. It, I mean, I thought it looked amazing. And I haven't played the full game yet. I only played the demo. Um, and, you know, everyone talked about how the bad the control and camera was. But I was able to get used to it after a while. And it, I really didn't think it was that big of an issue. But apparently other, everyone else did.
6: You know, i got to say, it didn't get any better than Sonic 3 and Knuckles
1: yeah, there you go right yeah, there. Like Sonic 2 is my, my series favorite, but there you go. That was another yeah. great game.
6: It's like uh, people are torn between Sonic 2 and Sonic 3, like Final Fantasy 6 and 7.
1: Right. Yep, those are the two. Yep, definitely. What about um, Z? What, do, what have you been playing?
0: Oh, uh, well, okay. <laughs> Symphony of the Night. I, it, that's what it is, is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Because oh, yeah? I took about 10 years off from gaming. Okay. And... Uh, I, I basically stopped after Nintendo. And then about two years ago, Chad reintroduced me to the world of gaming again. Right. So I've been catching up. Okay. And uh, all these guys recently had been talking talking about Castlevania Symphony of the Night and how it was one of their favorite games. Amazing like, Chad, game. Did you have that? And he was like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So I started playing it, and it's awesome. I totally love it. I've almost beaten it. I'm actually sad to beat it. You know what I mean, right? Like, I no, mean, I hear you. So much fun playing
1: it. If you do like it, though, I suggest you take a, um, check out some of the uh, Castlevania games on the DS. Those games are equally good. Mm, Don't sorrow, man. Yeah, there you go. Yeah,
5: spent forever harvesting <laughs> souls. <That's> I was,
1: <laughs> I was actually
5: I got carpal tunnel from that.
1: When that game came out, I was actually in Iraq, and uh, that game, uh, I played the hell out of that game, like the entire time I was there, and it was made the time go by really quick. It was pretty awesome. That's awesome. A lot of fun. I, I was actually. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Man, the dawn
5: of sorrow makes Iraq go faster.
1: There you go. <laughs> hey, that, that's uh. That, that <laughs> tell should...
4: that. Tell that to uh, Bush and Cheney. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Definitely. Maybe the war will end. Exactly. We need what's, that. To what's end. funny? Um,
6: we have a we have a mutual friend named Mahoney who was in Iraq mm-hmm. uh, playing games, but he had smuggled like an Xbox and a PlayStation out there. Oh, no kidding. I mean, it was it was hardcore in their tent. They, they had hit it in the belly games. of a
3: llama.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. It was crazy when the Xbox 360 launched. The uh, the store there, the the exchange, the base exchange, they got like three of them in, and they had to do a raffle um, just to find out who could purchase the consoles. It was pretty Ooh, crazy. Man. But the thing is, it was just stupid because there was sand and dust all in there. Um, you couldn't keep anything clean, so you know Some you bought parts it. May settle. And especially those early consoles, they're breaking. I'm on my fourth Xbox 360 right now, so Damn. I don't think they lasted well, yeah. very long.
5: When when, you, when one breaks and you're out in Iraq, you just take old tank parts and you make a super <laughs> uh, American version. Yeah, Xbox 1800. Right. Or you could
1: just strap it to your chest and it could be body armor. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Um, I, one thing I really like about Captain S, though, is the in-game video footage you guys do. I think that's really awesome. Um, can you kind of tell us about what goes into making that, and and how you guys do all that?
6: Well, it's uh, it's a trade secret, Chris. But what I will reveal <laughs> right. is uh, is we do it such a bass awkward way that most people won't look at it and recognize exactly what we've done.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
5: The we end product is very good, though. And reflect the video game onto Brett. Okay. And then wow. record it.
6: <laughs> well, thanks Thanks for the compliment, though. It does take uh, a long time. We long do it in a really time. old school kind of way. Okay.
5: Like, so, people,
6: that, people that know After Effects look at our stuff, and once we tell them why we do it, they, they kind of shake their heads. And say, <laughs> oh my God. Go, why? Yeah. Right. That's <laughs> fine. But, uh, if you, if you like what you've seen with uh, up to this point, I mm-hmm. will say that... Um, you ain't seen
1: nothing yet really yeah, yeah. can you kind of give us yeah. can you talk about what what you guys have in store during this season what what you guys are planning on doing, and without giving too much away we you you know, we know you don't want to talk um any spoilers or anything like that, but if you can kind of just give us a glimpse on what you have planned for the captain s this season
6: well um Giving some basic information, all all of our characters are going somewhere. Okay. The overall story of Captain S, we definitely were thinking from day one uh, where it was eventually going to go. Okay. And there's a potential. We, it's no secret that episode or sorry, uh, season one is ten episodes long, mm-hmm. and that there is definitely a potential for season two because there are a lot of ideas that we
4: had and loved, but just uh, didn't never get around to this season. Okay. There're also a lot of ideas given to us by fans. Um some some good, some bad, <laughs> some uh coincidentally that we ended up using and not because they gave them to us but because they were obvious ideas that we, you know, we already had to begin with. Right. But uh basically the there's probably enough ideas floating out there to write another 10 episodes.
3: Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: What what kind of uh, reaction have you gotten just from the internet and just fans coming to your website and talking on your forums and stuff like that? What what's been the general consensus that you've received?
6: Well, it, it is the internet, right. but <laughs> I'd say um, I'd say it's been pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. Out of just the people, uh, the great folks uh, mm-hmm. posting on ScrewAttack message boards and on our own. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd say um, aside from like the rabid fan frog.
3: Right. <laughs> um, you know, and, and just
6: the people that just come on and like hate hate like one or two posts and be like, "Oh my God, you guys are in inversely."
3: Yeah, you're always gonna invested. have those guys. We have yeah, them all the time too.
4: We got it, We got it, We got a on the boards. Oh yeah. Yeah, he he he, he, he uh, criticized Captain S for saying "straighten up and fly straight" instead of "straighten up and fly right," and then uh, went on to tell us it was the most lackluster episode we had created yet.
1: Oh gosh.
4: Yeah. But other
3: like than
4: a... that. Other than that. It would... Right, yeah, most people have said it's the best episode yet, awesome,
1: so I thought last week was was definitely or this this uh the the one that you just posted was probably mm-hmm, yeah, I agree it's the best one yet, and I was actually when I was better. talking to you earlier on your your um a i m message um it said something about next week is going to be the biggest one yet, and you know you're kind of teasing some people with that um is, is, is that true, or what kind of stuff do you have planned for next week
4: next. Next week, without giving away too much, mm-hmm. you know the cliffhanger at the end of five? Yes. You ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, yeah? <laughs> the cliffhanger at the end of six is going to be even bigger.
1: Oh, no. there's yeah. not None of the characters are going to die, are they? We
4: don't well, want we that. Can't, we You're can't not going to kill right off Lunk Shale. yet? <laughs> <laughs> I just can't work with Shale. <laughs> if,
6: you, if, you turn, if you turn our scripts to page 686, you'll realize Snake killed his dumbledogger.
3: Oh no! <laughs> I don't even get that reference.
1: <laughs> okay, um, that's all I have. Um, all the questions I have for you guys. Um, what, what do you want to add into the rest? What do you want to get? What do you want to get out to your fans? Uh, what, if you can get a message out, what do you want to tell them?
0: Keep watching <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> because um, it's definitely episodic and we're mm-hmm. definitely building up to something really awesome. Okay. So every Friday there's something new, whether it's a filler Friday yep. where we show you behind the scenes stuff or it's an episode. We're always trying to put something out there every Friday.
1: Okay. Awesome.
6: I'd say to to fans of video games, uh, if we could do it, you can do it. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Uh, I'm a a fan of of independent media and for people just doing their own stuff regardless of Mm -hmm. what kind of equipment or budget or whatnot. So... Right I mean, there's a ton of stuff that's propping up on YouTube that's just people just taking matters into their own hands, mm-hmm. which is basically just what we did, you know yeah, the more power exactly. to everybody what what nice advice would
1: you give to those people if other than just you know just go out and do it if uh, you know there's a couple of guys that you know are you know just want to get together and start doing something like this, what advice would you give them
6: uh, having uh, all right, having traveled that road, just go uh number one, get out and do it okay number two, um, always. Organize exactly what you're going to do beforehand. Right. And then number three, regardless of what feedback you get,
1: mm-hmm.
4: um, if you if you enjoy doing it, do it again. There you go. And you'll only get better. Okay. I'm going to add to that and say that uh, uh, if you're going to do it, do it. Uh, go for it full force, and make sure you're working with people that uh, you don't mind spending uh, 80, 90 hours a week with, uh, <laughs> and that you won't be at each other's throats too much. Because um, if you're going to do it for real, if you're going to really produce uh, a web show and you want it to be high quality, um, you are going to end up spending just about every waking moment with these people, either yeah. in real life, on the phone, or on the internet. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they've got to be people you can trust, and they've got to be people that uh, you get along with very well.
1: Definitely. Okay, who, who's the diva of the group, though? Who's the one that you, you guys have the hardest time working with? And is 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 it, uh, is it Brett? Is he the one that demands
0: oh, his
4: <laughs> coffee in the morning?
0: He does need coffee. I'm the only one who drinks coffee.
4: He had to you know, bring
0: over coffee.
4: <laughs> Chell, Chell, who plays Lunk, uh, right. he he came to us one day and he's like, you know, Brett, uh, I have a request. I'd like coffee on. <laughs> 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 and and i said you know what shell um i'm cool with that because i'm coffee and nobody else does right. so i'm gonna use this as an excuse to uh bring over my coffee and have coffee at your apartment.
1: awesome and now we have coffee there you go it works <laughs> awesome okay guys um if you don't have anything else uh we're gonna get out of here um i really thank you for um coming in and talking to us today i really appreciate it and you know captain s is really awesome show you guys are doing some really great things and you know we're all excited to see what you guys have in store for us
0: awesome well, thank you for it's having fun.
1: us on no problem thank you very much and take care you stay too stay,
0: stay, up. stay up stay up up. <laughs> justice.
1: okay thanks guys great interview i really appreciate you guys uh sitting down and talking with me um graham was supposed to be in the interview but um I don't know. He was probably sleeping or something. So I apologize, and maybe next time we can get um, everyone back on the show. And um, Graham, you won't be tardy like you were. I'm
2: sorry. I- I'd like that. I'd like yeah. to be there. You
1: missed out, man. I had a good time, as you could tell.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: um, okay. So okay. thank you, guys. Hopefully, we'll have you, you on again sometime. Um, just keep up the great work, Captain S. Crew. Good stuff there. Um, now Graham I want to talk about what we've been playing lately I know you've been playing Sonic and the Secret Rings Um, aside from that what's been in your video game systems
2: okay Um, well we mentioned Sonic and the Secret Rings and also a bit of Sonic Adventure they're the sort of two main games
1: yeah
3: don't talk about that yeah yeah
2: but um, also i got cracked down the other the other week uh, yep. that's been in my xbox 360 and a lot mm-hmm. um, i have ended up completing the, the the main bulk of the single player
1: yeah i heard it wasn't um, very long is that is that right
2: yeah um, uh,
1: that's that's a, why i haven't bought it is because i i, I don't want to buy a game that's not going to last me very long i'm just thinking the thing about is,
2: it even though it didn't last an amazingly long time I enjoyed every single moment of it. It's a bit like Gears of War. Gears of War only took me like five hours to complete it, but mm-hmm. yet yeah, the game is so much fun. Do you um, think? Do you think
1: you you know? Did, was it worth your money though? Full, paying full I'd, price, was it worth the what? How, how many pounds it costs over there? It costs us sixty dollars. Would it be worth so it that much? It was
2: about forty pounds when I bought it. I think. Which yeah. is like
1: what? Like eighty something. US yeah, it's, about,
2: it's just under eighty dollars. That's uh, crazy. That's that's the that's the standard price of a game over here, My though. So, um, um, honestly, yeah, I'm not complaining about it. Okay. I mean, some people probably won't be so happy about it, but um, I still I still haven't fully completed the game. You have still got um a lot of um things to do to unlock gamer points and stuff. Mm. Um, and also, there's the um, two-player cooperative mode, which is also a lot of fun. Um, I know I played yeah. demo
1: a bit with you. Yeah, I, I I did download the demo. We have played it a bit. It is a fun game. It's you know from what I've played of it, it's really um, addicting to just to try to you know build up your your character's attributes. Um, I remember when we were playing, all I was basically doing was going around and getting power ups for my character to jump, and I yeah. had a blast. <laughs> I was just basically just jumping around the map over and over again, and it was a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, it, it's a fun game, but it
2: is. Um,
1: you know i don't know
2: it's pr- it's probably not for everybody but um the one thing that i like about it is that um some people complain about grand theft auto and how um what they like to do is basically run around and shoot people but um you get bored of shooting people after a few minutes on grand theft auto cuz right. that's really not what you're meant to do you're meant exactly. to do the missions however this the main point of this entire game is to literally go around and kill people oh that's... i mean you meant you meant to be killing the um the bad guys obviously but right. um, you are, for the majority of the time, just running around, um, well, jumping up buildings or you and um, taking out all the bad guys, and it's a lot of fun just doing that. So if if you're one of those people who's got a really short attention span with Grand Theft Auto, I reckon Crackdown could be a good game for you to play.
1: There you go. Yeah. So for those Um, with ADD, (laughs) get Crackdown. Don't get Grand Theft Auto. um, Awesome.
2: There's also a couple other games I've been playing. Okay. Uh, Just moving on a bit. Uh... Also on the Xbox 360, I've been playing Oblivion. Stuff. Oh, still? What's <laughs> wrong with now, you, yeah. man? Um, it's it's like crack. <laughs> it's <laughs> so good.
1: Have you bought all the ex- you know all the downloadable content so far?
2: Not all of them. I haven't bought the horse's armor because uh, that's <laughs> gay.
1: You haven't bought the horse's uh, armor. You're not a yeah. true fan of Oblivion in Morrowind if you haven't bought the horse armor yet. <laughs> oh, I'm, so- I'm
2: sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I honestly I can't see why they. Put that out as a single, like, a download on its own. <laughs> yeah, that, that is just the worst download possibly ever. Right. But then, all the other downloads, all the big sort of big um, downloads like Knights of the Nine and stuff. I've I've downloaded that, and it just makes the game so much better. Even though the game was amazing to begin with, right. I just think this they have enhanced the game a lot with all these new downloads. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I've also also for the Wii, I actually bought up um, Excite Truck. Yeah,
3: and because
1: I heard that that, th- that
2: came. Yo, go ahead. Oh, no, what were you going to say?
1: Well, I said I, I was going to say that I heard it's it's somewhat similar gameplay wise. I haven't played it yet, but I heard it's, it's you, you know it, you can almost liken the gameplay to Sonic and the Secret Rings.
2: Yeah, in, in a way, the, mm-hmm. the way you control it is very similar. You have okay. to hold the controller in the same fashion. Right. And, um, in this, you have more control over. <laughs> you actually have more control over where you go. Um, I, Sonic and the Secret Rings he's always running forward and you just have to like turn left and right and what have you yeah. and maybe slow down but in this you control your acceleration your braking you can um, you can actually turn around as well you can actually physically turn the vehicle around if you want to oh that's good um, but it essentially it is very similar if you like basically hold down accelerate and just keep going forward and like trying to steer left and right mm-hmm. it's um, the the game itself is, is insanely fast it's uh, it's hard to explain but um it's a lot of fun. It's, it's sort of more of an arcadey kind of game. It's, if you're yeah. into your um, Gran Turismo's or Project Gotham Racing, you probably won't like it so much. But if you're more into your fun, wacky kind of um, the rush, if you like the rush games, you'll probably like this quite a lot because you've got lots of high okay. jumps. It's very fast. It sounds like fun. You also hit. You also hit like these um, bonuses which um, morph the land around you. Um, so like you could be driving along and like you could be on a flat plane and then suddenly like you hit this um icon and suddenly the flat plane ahead of you suddenly goes into a jump and like they're just like raised up in front of you and the trucks ahead of you will like fly up in the air and stuff yeah or um or they'll be going along on a big hill and then like you hit another icon and the whole hill will disappear and like the land will turn into a like, little valley hmm. and it's it's a lot of fun there's lots of like crazy tricks you can do and stuff and you, you get points for like crashing your truck and you crashing like knocking out other trucks out of the arena and uh it's a, it's a lot of fun the graphics actually are very good especially for really? the Wii they're very pretty because hmm. you've, nice you've got nice big open tracks um you're sort of told where to go on each track, but the tracks are really open and really nice. As far as I can tell, there's no pop-up at all. Well, that so sounds
1: it's, pretty it's awesome. It's very
2: good, very fun. It's actually one of the best racing games I've played in a long time. Really? Okay. Absolutely.
1: So you definitely would um, suggest, you know, you you give your stamp of approval?
2: Oh, absolutely. I'd, I'd definitely give it an 8 out of 10 at least. Okay. Um, good stuff. I I haven't quite completed it yet myself, but um, I've done most of it. It's a lot of fun it's, apparently it's really good in two player but I haven't actually had a chance to get around to doing that yet that's probably
1: because you have no other friends to play with you that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: if this game was online it would be ten times better right I reckon online play would be so good for this game yeah obviously Nintendo are a bit gay and haven't sorted that out yet
1: yeah I hear that they're supposedly next year sometime is the, the, the next uh, next year. yeah when we'll start seeing some online games who knows um, actually I haven't been playing much any um Console video games lately. Um, I did pick up um, Lord of the Rings: War of the Ring, the um, the RTS um, game for the oh, PS yeah. for the PC, um, and I've been playing that a bit. It's it seems like fun. It, it so far it's been pretty good stuff. Um, I really like the RTS genre, and uh, yeah. I think this is going to be a pretty fun game. I, I got it for eight bucks. It was like in the clearance Ooh. bin. Yeah, <laughs> so I was able to pick it up uh, really cheap. Uh, so you know, the, the cheaper the game. I think um you know if a game is is really cheap and it's not that good um y- you know you'll like it a little bit more um because you didn't spend as much money on it than yeah than a game
2: we have to agree with you <laughs> than a game that was really expensive
1: <laughs> and you know was just average. I would rather you know you know pay a game or pay pay the money for you know a game that's only mediocre and uh then you know then vice versa so yeah. Um, But, no, it's good stuff. Also, I did, um, I have started playing World of Warcraft a little bit, um, and that's, I don't really know what to say about it as of yet. I don't think I put enough time in it, you know, um, but... Is it
2: not as impressive as you thought, then? Well, you know, I've
1: played MMOs before, so I knew what to expect, and it is, it does seem like it could be a lot of fun, um, but... To me, though, I'd rather have someone, you know, just a couple people there with me, some of my friends playing with me, to go and do stuff with. Because it's just, basically, just you running around on a huge map, you know, killing chickens and rabbits, you know, with the wooden staff. And then, you know, and that's basically, you know, what I've been doing. And I've been doing a few of the quests, and it's just basically, you know, running here, you know, killing, you know, a few animals, you know, bringing some, you know, pelts back to, you know, someone else and that's basically what it is right now um so if I can get a few people you know online playing with me um I might start enjoying it a little bit more but so far it's it's an okay game Uh, you know if I keep playing it I really don't know yet but we'll see if I can get some some of my friends online playing it
2: well you know that's one of the games I'd like to play but um Right now, I can't. I wouldn't be able to play with you because I'd have to pick up the American version. Yeah, and that's a
1: weird thing too. So I think yeah. that's
2: very annoying. I mean, right. Like in the day and age, you got Xbox Live and stuff with like Japanese and Americans and mm-hmm. Europeans all playing together, but um, <laughs> for some reason with World of Warcraft, yeah. they've made it um, separate for each server. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, only so, Americans when they buy like a, a U.S. version, you only can play with other Americans, and in w- you know in Europe if you buy the game in Europe, you only can play with European players. So what we're gonna to have to do then is I'm gonna to have to buy Graham the game and ship it to him so he can actually play on US servers and connect to our servers.
2: Yeah, so, that'd be much appreciated. Yeah, we'll
1: see about that. We'll see.
2: Speaking of shipping games, have you um played um that lovely game I sent you?
1: Oh yes. Yes. Graham sent me a headhunter. That was it's it's been a game that um I've been talking about, you know, with Graham for a long time that I always wanted for the Sega Dreamcast. And Graham sent it to me. I wanna thank you for that. Um, but you might get a little upset with me because I haven't played it yet. You son
2: of a. <laughs> Not even a little bit. <laughs> no, even put it in. No, the one thing I
1: did notice though, I did open, <laughs> I opened it, um, and I noticed how thick the manual was. It was huge. Yeah. Is that the norm in Europe? Do you you guys always get really thick manuals like that?
2: Because um, ours are no, like six uh, pages,
1: black and white. You know, they're terrible. Not like well, they we used tend
2: to be. Have s- they tend to be slightly longer than six pages but um, on the whole it just depends on the developer and the game and stuff if it's a game with lots of stuff you might need to read about then you'll yeah. obviously have really thick manuals but, uh, so I, I, do th-
1: yeah. I do thank you for that that was very nice of you and uh, I, I'm sure I'll get around to playing it sometime soon
2: oh I hope so hopefully <laughs> by next nerd Cut. okay can, uh, I promise
1: this is, this is the thing <laughs> if you go and you talk with Sega Racing Studio I promise that I'll play <laughs> Headhunter that's, that's our okay. deal right there. You go... Okay. You do your, your job, and I'll do mine. That's our homework for the week. <laughs> so. Your
2: job sounds slightly easier
1: than we'll mine. Hey, who knows? Maybe they'll tell you. Maybe they'll invite you right in. You'll have some tea with them. They'll show you the game. You take pictures, take videos, you interview, and you come out a changed man. That would be nice. Yeah, that would be nice. And
2: hopefully, you'll um, put Headhunter in the Dreamcast and... Um yeah, never stop playing. I
1: know, <laughs> Hopefully I'll like it. How about that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's at least. Right. Okay. Um, finally, I want to talk um, and go on to our contest. Um, last week we said we were going to give away Sonic and the Secret Rings to one of our readers. Who all, all you had to do was just post in the Sega Nerdcast post on our main site. And uh, we had a few people that did that, and they gave us some feedback about what they thought about the site or the Nerdcast. And uh, so I want to announce the winner, and the winner is Thunderscope. So Thunderscope,
2: Ooh, yeah. yeah,
1: congratulations. You.
2: Yeah, All you yeah. need to do
1: is uh, you can either um, just send me your email address, um, or just contact me through the forums, and uh, I can uh, work on we you know we'll work on getting that game out to you as soon as possible. And Graham, can you talk about we're going to have a new contest this week? Can you uh, right. tell our listeners about that?
2: Okay, um, first up, the, um, the prize this week is um, going to be... um on, let me just count these. I've just forgotten <laughs> Ooh, how many there are. There's more than but one game this week. Yeah, there's more than one game this okay. week, guys. There will be 11... Ouch, wow. That's it, count them, 11, 11. Sega PC titles. Dude.
1: Sega makes PC games? I didn't, I didn't even <laughs> know that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just
2: kidding. They'll, they'll all be going to one winner Okay. so that one person will win all 11 p- titles wow. um, I, if you want me to try to run down the list go for them. it ok um, some of them are older games okay. and uh, a few of them are newer recent games so you might need to have a very good PC for it but I'll put up the um, specifications on the website sure. for them but um, we have Sonic 3D Sonic Heroes mm-hmm. Sonic Adventure DX Virtual Fighter 2 Panzer Dragoon Worms 3D Worms Forts Under Siege wow. Crazy Taxi Immortal Cities Children of the Nile Rome Total War and Condemned
1: Condemned great great game yeah. wow that's a really nice list you got there I'd like to think so yeah so okay um, so what, what do they got to do to win this
2: to win this um, we're actually going to have a quiz okay we're going to um, we'll post up the quiz with um, the the show notes. I think. Yeah. That we're gonna yeah. Do. Look look yeah. in
1: um, the the Sega Nerdcast two post on the main site, and there'll be a link right there. Um, we'll we'll make it pretty noticeable, a link, and you click it, and and what they'll they'll be able to see the uh, the quiz, and they can email it to us. Is that right?
2: Yeah. Um, what they can do is they can actually PM us on the the boards or email them to us. Okay. And, um, ask their answers, so no one else can see what's going on. Yeah. Good um, idea. And I'll um, I'll take whoever gets the highest amount of marks, or um, if we've got more than one, like person with an equal score, we'll we'll randomly pick them out of a hat. There you go. Um, like what have you? Okay. Um, this uh, I'll have to I have to make a note that um, these games actually, in association with um, Geekos, it's okay. a, a computer game store in um, in England, and mm-hmm. uh, they they have a website. It's called it's www.geekos.co.uk. Awesome. Um, Right now, they're actually updating their website, um, but you, they've got an eBay store which they've got a link to on the um, on the website where you can um, you can order games from them from wherever you are, like the US. They have some US and Japanese titles in stock, but uh, yeah, that's I, okay. They're, thank you. Got, I
1: really, you yeah. know, I I want to say thank you to Geekos for sponsoring the uh, the contest this week. That's a really nice gesture of of them over there. So, um, you know, if you're listening and you want to get some some import games check them out
2: yeah we'll, we'll probably put the link up for their website as well on yeah the, we can do that
1: uh, don't the yeah. show notes okay that about <laughs> wraps it up this week okay. though I think we should close this baby down um, next week Excellent. yeah tune in um, we'll, we should be back on schedule next week so um, check us out Monday again um, we should have a new Nerdcast up and
2: hopefully you guys could hear me a bit better this week
1: hopefully yeah hopefully the quality turns out a little bit better hopefully we fixed um, some of the concerns that some of you had Um, You know, the previous Nerdcast, hopefully those are all fixed and done. And uh, hopefully you like the show. Good stuff. Uh, Appreciate. Um, What was that?
2: Yeah, I was going to say, feel free to um, post up any more feedback. Keep it coming. uh, On the Nerdcast. Yeah, we we like feedback. We'd like to hear how we're doing. If if you don't like something, tell us. We'll try and uh, fix it. (laughs) Or not.
1: Depending on what, what it oh. is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so also, yeah, um, and be sure, you know, we're on iTunes. Um, we're on Dig. Dig the show. Um, write reviews on iTunes. Um, you know, do everything. If you like the show, um, please just help us spread the word. Um, you know, if you want to post links on forums, we won't get upset. So, awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Take it easy. And uh, don't drink a drive.
3: Calling, slowly coming back to life Speeding in the fast lane Mama let us waste no-